Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Drowning Fish Podcast. Once again, this is Eric. Nothing has changed. It stay the same. I believe this is episode um, 31, 32, sorry. Um, episode 31 was actually with a good pal of mine, Ben Garner. Um, he has since then deceased. Um, so we'll say, uh, we'll say a prayer at the end and then we'll call it quits. But a couple of things that I wanted to talk about today. Um, one, I came across this article on the Washington post literally this morning. I was scrolling and I was like, Hmm, this seems interesting. So I would love to, uh, take a quick minute and kind of read the Washington post by Shana Jacobs yesterday at 6.48 p.m. wrote this article. A belligerent Delta Airlines passenger who refused to wear a mask during a recent eight-hour flight from Dublin to New York has been charged with assaulting and intimidating a member of the crew. Nice. One of several who have tried to get him under control as he terrorized everyone on board throughout the trip. And it looks like it looks like someone got it on video. I don't know. It doesn't. I'm not gonna play the video. Um, but the article reads: Shane McInterly, McInterly, I think that's his name. Shane, a 26, 29, a soccer player from Galway, Ireland. Nice. So you had the guy from Lucky Charms uh, throwing a tantrum. And he went maskless, basically. Uh, they could have just put the they could have just brought him a bowl of lucky charms and he would have been all right. He would have been fucking fine if you would have brought him a bowl of lucky charms. He's from Ireland. He would have been fine. You could have brought him a little green little jumpsuit and a little green top hat with a cane and he would have been fine. Could have gave him a coloring book, he would have been fine. A soccer player from Galway, Ireland, threw tantrums and went maskless on the dis, on the January 7th international flight, despite being asked a dozen times by crew members to wear the mask, court documents say. So it looks like they're definitely taking this to court, and he is being charged, um, which is crazy. He's a... Uh, Jesus, man. I don't know what to say to this. This is a, this is a, a chaotic time to live in because you can't even take your mask off to take a sip of your water. I saw a video the other day of this guy getting in trouble because he was literally taking a sip of his water and they were like, no, you can't, you got to put your mask on. And he was like, yo, what I'm drinking water here. But, uh, it's crazy because in the video, a couple seats back, there was a guy, uh, with his mask off drinking like a soda or something. Um, I'm about to open up a beer, so you'll probably hear it. I don't care. Oh, yeah, the crisp. (sighs) I only drink Modelo during the podcast because it's good for you. Good for your bones. Try one. He also created chaos in other ways throughout the trip, including mooning people as he was escorted back to his seat throwing a drink can at the head of another passenger and kicking the seat of a person in front of him. 
according to a criminal complaint filed in federal court in Brooklyn. Now that, that is phenomenal. This was written yesterday, um, but it looked like it happened January. Sorry, I just burped. January 7th. What's today? Today's January 22nd. This happened over two weeks ago, and it's just now coming out. I want to know the day of. I want to know when to fly and when not to fly. I want to know when the guy from Lucky Charms is on the fucking plane. I don't want to know two weeks later. Am I the only one? Am I the only one that doesn't want to know? Or I'm sorry, wants to know when the guy from Lucky Charms is on so I can be on the same flight. (laughs) Two hours into the flight, the captain on a break spoke to Shane, who took off his cap twice and put it on the captain's head. Nice. That is awesome. Then allegedly held his fist to the captain's face and said, don't touch me. As a plane was landing, when passengers and crew members were seated and wearing seatbelts. Of course, they just had to throw that in there for safety. Uh, Shane defiantly stood in the aisle and refused to sit, officials said. Uh, they're using his last name here, but I'm not going to pron- I'm not even going to try to pronounce it because it's from Ireland and you can't pronounce anything from there. That potato famine fucking island. Shane was charged with assaulting and intimidating a crew member on Delta Flight 45. He was released on a $20,000 bond, $20, bond. That's nothing. That's all it takes is to get out of jail is $20,000. I'm going to jail right after this fucking podcast. I'm leaving and I'm going to jail. And I'm going to punch a Delta Flight crew member. He was released on a $20,000 bond when he appeared before a judge a week ago. His case was unsealed on Friday. A public, a federal public defender who, rep- who represents Shane declined to comment. Of course, he wouldn't want anything um, to come out you know, and make light of what Shane was doing. Shane was just exercising. This is me speaking, by the way, not the article. Uh, quote and unquote. I'm going to start doing that because I... I know that some of you people listening can't fucking tell when I'm reading and when I'm not reading. (sighs) Okay. Shane was headed to Daytona, Florida, where he was taking a job teaching soccer. Well, that is out of the window. Of course, he was going to Florida, though. Uh, A Republican state that has definitely... um, Stood their ground on uh, anti-vaccination, not anti-vaccinations, but anti-mandate vaccinations and uh, wear a mask if you want to fucking wear a mask. So I feel like Shane was headed to the right place. Just you can't do that on a plane, bro. You can't fucking put your hat on the on the uh, on a captain's head. Because then you're putting imagine this, right? Imagine the captain just gets pissed off and crashes the plane into the ground because you you just pissed him off. Now you killed everybody on the flight. 126 souls deceased, gone. 
because you decided to put your fucking Lucky Charms Irishman hat on his head. <sighs> Mask mandates on planes have resulted in a number of tense episodes between travelers and the staff tasked with enforcing them. An American Airlines flight on its way to London from Miami carrying 129 passengers and 14 crew on Wednesday turned around an hour after departure because of an unruly customer. A woman said to be in her 40s who protested mask wearing. Now this is a whole different topic. That is a whole different topic. Let's read on that. Wow. What? Just wear your goddamn mask. What's so fucking hard about wearing a mask? Just put it on, dude. Just put it on your fucking face. Listen, I get it, man, that it's infringing upon your rights and that you don't want to wear one because you can't breathe and you have diabetes and you're fucking fat goddamn nostrils and you fucking can't. You just can't. I get it. But just put it on for the safety of others. And so that you don't have to turn a plane around in this instance. A passenger refused to wear a mask on a London-bound flight. The pilot turned a plane around. What a savage. American Airlines. American fucking Airlines. Let me see. An American Airlines flight headed to London on Wednesday turned around about an hour after leaving Miami when a disruptive customer, quote unquote, that's funny, Refused to wear a mask, the airline said. No one was hurt and the Boeing 777 landed safely at Miami International Airport at 9.24 p.m. American Airlines spokesman Curtis Blessing said in an email. And they're not going to quote this? They're not going to quote the email? Okay. Oh, no, no, no. That's what uh he was saying that no one was hurt. Okay. That's what he said in an email. All right, I get it. But they still didn't quote that. The Washington Post. Democracy dies in darkness. Um, I love, I'm an avid reader of the Washington Post, and I actually enjoy getting my news from the Washington Post. Can they be a little bit lenient towards um, their desired um, customers? Absolutely. And they can be one-sided at times, but for the most part, they're going to tell you the facts and the truth. Um, Yeah, imagine being on a flight that you paid your hard-earned money, hard-earned, hard-earned money. You paid your hard-earned money to get on this flight, right? And the fucking, some lady... Some 44-year-old Karen decides to not wear a mask. Oh, that's funny because it says that some, some man, she allegedly hit a man who told her, sit down, Karen. That's funny. That's funny that I said that. But imagine some Karen, right? That's what we call these ladies now, these white uh, ladies who think that the world is owned by them. Um. You're, you're minding your own business playing Flappy Birds. And this lady who doesn't want to wear her mask has it on her chin. She's sitting down and she's causing a ruckus. Everybody's like, please just put your mask on so we can continue 
on the flight. I just think that I would open, I would be like, hey, lady, I'll give you $1,000 when we land if you put your mask on. This is what I would do, all right? Hear me out. I'll be like, hey, I know you're upset, but listen, I have somewhere to be. I'm a businessman. If you put your mask on on this short flight, I will write you a check for $1,000 as soon as we land. And if she says no, I'll be like 5000 if she says no, I'll say ten thousand. I'll write you a ten thousand dollar check, and it, and no one's gonna turn down ten thousand dollars. No red ring, red wing, red wing alt right propagandist is gonna turn that money down because they need it. They need that money to go buy cigarettes. So as soon as we take off. I'm going to go to the emergency hatch, open it, open it up, and then I'm going to throw her out. And I know that puts a lot of people at jeopardy, but better me than her. Better me than her. Putting her, putting everybody at jeopardy. Does that make sense? Can I do that? Can I book a flight? Let's see. How much is a flight? I'm going to book a flight and we're going to test it out. We're going to test it out. Let's see what happens. American Airlines said, we thank our crew for their professionalism and apologize to our customers for the inconvenience. They're very apologetic. The Federal Aviation Administration said it received 5,981 reports of unruly passengers. 4,290 of which were mask-related last year. As of Tuesday, the number this year has reached 151 cases, and 92 of those were related to masks. Why can't you just sit the fuck down and enjoy the flight that you paid your hard-earned money for? Why? Why is it so hard? By the way, guys, I will be selling fake, uh, fake vaccine, um, gift card or, uh, gift cards, fake vaccine cards. I will be selling them, um, DM me and I will get you a couple if you'd like. Um, but yeah, man, that I was reading the first one, the guy from Ireland and I, I was like, man, they just need to, they need to punch him really, really hard in the face and he'll be knocked out. Or just get him some of that Conor McGregor whiskey and he'll chill out for an hour or two. Just give him just give him a shot every hour on an eight hour flight and he'll be fine. One thing I did want to talk, another thing I did want to talk about was the metaverse, guys. You if you are an avid listener, you dude, I am having the worst lisp of all time. Give me one second. Let me uh wash my mouth with this beer. Um Mm-hmm. Mm, just like mouthwash. Okay. I don't know why that happens, but uh, it happens every now and then. I'll get like, uh, I don't know, lispy. Oh, wow. What was that? Anyways, um, I did want to talk about the metaverse and I was reading uh, Microsoft, a spokesman for Microsoft. And this is going straight off the dome. I'm not reading a... 
I'm not reading something off my computer. I'm literally reading what I read uh, based on my information from my brain. Um, a spokesman from Microsoft allegedly said that meetings have been taking place in the metaverse. Now, uh, obviously, you can go buy Oculus uh, uh, goggles now owned by the Facebook or should I say Meta? Um, they're owned by Facebook and basically you can put these on and go into the metaverse and, uh, a Microsoft spokesperson basically said that here in the near future, uh, business meetings will be held in the metaverse. And I would like to say as much as I enjoy the future as my, as much as I am looking forward to looking to that as much as I, uh, know about the metaverse and know about technology and know about actual um, internet speeds have to do a little bit with that um, memory, RAM, storage, all that good stuff. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's not going to happen. I'm going to tell you why. Because consumers like you and I have a large advantage to getting things that other businesses cannot. For example, schools, hospitals, police officers, people that need the best technology do not have the best technology. Businesses do not have the best technology. I have a lot, I have numerous friends who I've reached out to and I'm like, hey, what does your technology look like at work? And they're like, well, we're running Windows XP. And guess what? At my job, we're running Windows Vista. And I tell myself, what the fuck does Microsoft spokesperson talk? What is he talking about when he says that business meetings will be conducted in the metaverse? Well, I'll tell you, this is not going to be for your nine to five blue collar worker. This is not going to be for your hospitals. This is not going to be for policemen, firemen, doctors, maybe doctors from home. Yes, but not, uh, not hospitals because they'd rather spend it on beds and stuff like that. Does that make sense? There's no way that businesses are ever and within the next 10 years are ever going to spend their hard-earned money on virtual reality. Now, big businesses like Microsoft, Google, Facebook, that is a huge possibility that they will go ahead and do that because they have the money. They are trillion-dollar companies. Apple, Samsung, they can do stuff like that. But as far as like, the industries of hospitals and small businesses or even businesses end of in the uh, businesses that like can afford it billion dollar businesses. I promise you they will not invest in this because they probably are so fucking stupid because they, you walk into a business like this and you look at their computer and they're running Windows Vista. Or, and their icons look like their icons look like 1995 Windows. 
And I ask myself, when is this going to change? When are we actually going to change for the better? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly when we'll change. We'll change when the top wigs at corporations decide to stop being boomers or when they die off or retire and people like myself take over innovators, trendsetters, people that understand technology, people that can understand their way around a computer, people that can fucking turn on a computer, any computer and hack the Pentagon. That's the people that are going to be revolutionary to this industry, not the top wigs earning $500,000 and they're 65 years old and they don't want to let go of the company. When is it going to stop? When's it going to stop? But yeah, it's not going to happen because I'll tell you why. There's so many whys as to as as much as I am um, happy for the metaverse. And as a matter of fact, I myself am going to get Oculus uh, goggles here shortly. Um, it's not going to happen for businesses yet. You'll see it. You'll see it in mega businesses like Google, Facebook, Apple, Samsung. You'll see it there. You won't see it in other places. You just won't. You'll see them at, at Amazon maybe for their top tier workers. But you will not see them at other places. Because they can't afford it. And because the IT is not there yet. There is no IT department for Metaverse. Everyone in the IT department is so goddamn ridiculously stupid. I I have a minimal... I have a minimal uh, knowledge of computers where I can work away. I can work around my way around a computer. And uh, sometimes I'll call these IT guys and they don't know what the hell they're doing. It takes them days to find out what's going on. And by then, I already know, I've, I've already constructed a new computer, a supercomputer. By the time they get back to me on how to fix the solution to my problem or how to fix the problem, I've already came with 10 solutions on how to fix that problem. And I've already built two computers and I've already hacked into the Pentagon twice. So I can tell you right now, uh, IT department for virtual reality is not there. Um, that and we still have boomers at the uh, at the corporate level who don't understand how to work around this, and they're going to be asking questions, and they're not going to know what to do because they can't even they don't even know how to like do an Excel worksheet, a spreadsheet. They don't even know how to save a document. A P, they don't even know how to turn a PDF. 
into a JPEG. They don't know how to do any of that. They don't know how to do nothing. All they know is how to fuck eat and shit. Fuck eat and shit. That's all they know how to do. And when's it going to stop? When's it going to become to where technology is the future? Because honestly, man, we've been heading down this path for a long time. And I don't mind people that don't want technology. I don't mind. I get it. Sometimes I want to go to a farm and chill and pet animals. But for the most part, technology is the future and the metaverse is the future. And I want to live inside of the metaverse. I want to become a ultra genius in virtual reality. That is why when I read that, I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, companies are not going to be using virtual reality anytime soon for meetings. Microsoft, yes. Papa John's corporate level people, probably not. Speaking of Papa John's, let's let's go into a new subject that I've been wanting to talk about. Restaurants that survived the pandemic. Long John Silver's is still around. Who the fuck is eating that? Arby's? Captain D's? How? How are these restaurants still... How are these fast food joints even open? Who is running these operations for $7.25 an hour? Listen, I was thinking the other day, I said... I told myself, I was like, listen, Eric... If this podcast shit doesn't work out, which it will, I know in the head, in my will, but there's, there's always a, a small glimmer that gets in your brain. That's like, man, if this doesn't work out, if this com- if this comedy shit doesn't work out, I am going to start selling bricks of cocaine and I am going to do a lot of bad things. Because I am actually done trying to be a good person. I'm done. I'm fucking finished. Long John Silver's is a business that nobody even goes to and they're still open. There has to be some kind of money laundering scheme going on. What is going on? Why, why do we have small businesses still? Why don't they just shut down? The internet is the future, guys. And if you're listening to this, you are in for a treat. You're in for a treat because I am going to not only revolutionize how stand-up is done, but I'm going to do stand-up in virtual reality. Look it up on YouTube if you don't believe me. Virtual reality stand-up. And I I was looking at it the other day and I was like, God damn. Damn, this is bad. Listen, I fucking suck, but God damn. I want to light myself on fire when I listen to this shit. I want to climb up to the roof of the nearest tallest tower and jump. Because it's so goddamn bad. 
virtual reality stand-up. I'm going to do it, and it's going to be really, really fun. And I'm going to make a boatload of money. I'm no professional when it comes to this. I'm not pro- I'm not saying that I'm a pro. I'm not saying that I know everything, but guess what? I'm smart enough to fucking try, and I'm going to do it. <sighs> Pfizer reached out to me last week, and they told me that I can no longer promote their product. Because when I was at work, they sent in agents into my house and they bugged it and they put cameras everywhere and they found out that my shampoo was actually made by Johnson and Johnson. And they said, Hey, they pulled me to the side. They said, Hey, if you're going to be a spokesperson, you're going to use our product. So they gave me Viagra shampoo, which I've been using every day. And every day I wake up with a rock hard cock. And I'm not afraid to admit it. Pfizer brought to you by Pfizer. Listen, I love Pfizer. They pay my bills. I work for Pfizer. But I apologize that I actually wanted to... Go outside of the box. Pfizer knows I'm a trendsetter. They know that I'm going to go out and test the real world products like Johnson and Johnson. I'm out here testing in real life. Their shampoo gave me skin cancer. So now I have to use Viagra shampoo. And what Viagra shampoo does, it's basically you put it on your head and it makes your hair follicles grow. Your pores in your head open up and exfoliate your scalp. And it makes your hair grow tremendously like Clay Matthews, like Troy Palumalu on Head and Shoulders. I feel like I'm going to tell you right now. A lot of the shit I'm saying right now, the last two minutes has been nothing but improv. And if you're, if you, um, are any kind of smart in the world, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I feel like a level of intellect has to come into play when you're listening to this podcast because you can't live under, you can't be a scroller on TikTok. And jump on here and understand everything of what's going on. Most of you don't even know what Troy Paul don't even understand the Troy Polamalu reference I just said. And you never will. And that's okay. This podcast isn't for you. So how about you just click off and get the fuck off this goddamn intellectual property? You put Viagra shampoo in your head and it makes your hair grow. Every now and then it's great because I take a shower and I go straight for sex because I'm hard as a goddamn rock. Pfizer, thank you. Without Pfizer, I don't I don't know where exactly I would be in life. Parents that kiss their kids in the mouth. Listen. I get it. 
I want to kiss your kids in the mouth too. But I don't. I want to grab your kids and kiss them in the mouth, but I don't. So when I see you parents kissing your kids in the mouth, I get a little chubby. I get a little hard. And it's not the Viagra shampoo. Stop kissing your fucking kids in the mouth. What the hell, dude? That's white people activities, and I'm sorry. All right? I'm sorry. Just like when you see 12 Mexicans jump out of a Ford Pinto, that is beaner activity. All right? That is, uh, kissing your kids in the mouth is bad. It's bad for them. And I'll tell you why. Let's say you're kissing your kid in the mouth, Timmy, little Timmy, you're kissing him in the mouth and it's just a little peck, right? This is why white people suck at kissing because their parents have been pecking him in the mouth for centuries. Um, you peck them in the mouth and they, and they go their whole life thinking that is a kiss. I'll show you what a kiss is. I will show little Timmy what a, a real kiss is. Don't catch me outside with Timmy. Stop kissing your fucking kids in the mouth. Or I will kiss them in the mouth and show them what a real kiss looks like. Parents that kiss their mouth, their their mouth. Parents that kiss their kids in the mouth um, probably have a 350 credit score. Um, don't wash their pants and drive a 2002 Ford Taurus with 400,000 miles and all the struts need replaced. They haven't had an oil change in three years and their headlights don't work, only their fog lights. Um, They have to tie their trunk with a shoestring and they have six kids which which, which they load into their 2002 Ford Taurus. And the color is gray, by the way. The most generic color there is. If I didn't paint you a picture there, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Go watch fucking Seinfeld. Where they will have stuff like this. Let me show you. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like this. And stuff like this. And stuff like that. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not here to entertain you like Full House did. Even though it might have been a great show to a lot of Caucasian parents, it's not. It's not relevant in today's society. The things that I do are timeless. Eddie Murphy. Richard Pryor, Dave Chappelle. These are the names I'm going after. And if you stand in my way, I'm going to bulldoze you into the fucking ground. I recently, um, and this is going to be probably the last thing I say. I recently had a revelation in my life. And anything and anyone that gets in my way of what I want to do. Um, 
is not going to end up in a good place. And I know that sounds egotistical. And I know that sounds like, oh man, this dude is out of his fucking mind, bro. I know you're listening like, dude, Eric has gone off the fucking walls, man. Dude, Eric is such a fucking weirdo now because he doesn't even talk to me anymore. Shut the fuck up. For the last five and six years, I have been trying my hardest to be a good person. And you don't have to try that fucking hard to be a good person. You just are. And realistically, I am a nice person. I do nice things for people. But as soon as I had this revelation, I told myself that nobody, I don't care who they are or what they stand for, I'm not going to let anybody get in my fucking way. Including Pfizer. So Pfizer, here's a problem. Stop sending me syringe needles. I don't need them. I've been giving them out to the homeless for months. What am I supposed to do with 50,000 needles? What am I supposed to do? I have 36 booster shots now. In my arm. And I'm done. I'm not. I'm done. Actually, I'm done. This is the last fucking fight. This is the last. This is the last episode where I will be. I think they're. I think they're actually giving me a bit of a heart attack right now. This is the last episode where I will be sponsored by Pfizer. And that's fine. They're probably going to come after me. I don't care anymore. I'm going to go jump on a Delta Airlines plane and fucking uh, punch a pilot in the face. Guys, I appreciate everyone for God, dude, I've been stuttering and everything on his podcast. Um, I don't care. I'm still going to upload it. But listen, everybody that's listening, the three of you, listen, pay attention. Listen. A couple of episodes, I was at 100 plus around followers. Now I'm at 142. I looked this morning. I looked this morning. I said by spring, I would love 200. If by spring, for some reason, I'm more than 200, I will get a booster shot on the tip of my dick. And I will record it and I will put it on my Patreon. Patreon.com slash the drowning fish podcast. And for everyone that is listening, I have great news coming on the nest net nest. I have great news coming on the net podcast. All right, everybody. Bye. 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 Now. Fucking idiot. I have great news coming on the next podcast and I will let everyone know as soon as I know, but sitting behind me are all the hoodies that are going to get embroidered on Monday, today's Saturday. Oh, and the green Bay Packers played tonight. Yes. 
they play the 49ers, a pussy-ass team. Anyways, um, thanks to everybody, man, for real. I know that I sit here and I say a lot of dumb shit, but it's entertainment. And uh, next week, I will also be doing stand-up, um, I believe, on Tuesday night. Tuesday night, I will be doing stand-up. Uh, come around. Enjoy. Come with. And I'm probably going to bomb because I haven't been practicing. But, hey, listen. That's what it's for. That's what it's for. Let's just come on down to the joint in North Little Rock. Uh, I believe it's on Main Street. And I will be there. I'll be there telling the worst jokes of all time to you. I believe it's only $5 for entry and... You might as well come because what are you going to do? You're going to sit at home and watch Lost. You're going to sit at home and watch The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. I've never understood those shitty shows. Actually, as a matter of fact, holy shit. Now that we bring it up, yesterday I was reading that there this year and last year alone and the in the history of television there is more tv shows than ever ongoing tv shows and my brain could not could my brain literally right now I'm having an aneurysm as we speak my brain could not process how many tv shows there was I can't remember off the top of my head. Give me two minutes. Give me two. Give me two seconds, and I'll look it up. Because what are you? What are you gonna do? You're gonna go play fucking Flappy Birds. TV shows most ever. <sighs> fucking stupid, dude. Google is such a stupid fucking goddamn disaster. Um. TV shows, choose TV shows. Um, dude, I don't even know how I'm gonna word this. You guys just saw me. You guys are witnessing the sped version of the Drowning Fish podcast. How many TV shows exist? Maybe this will give me. Um, okay. I think this is what I read on Forbes. How many is too many? Question mark. There are now more than 500 TV shows. And now more than ever, there are more TV shows um, playing on TV. Which is crazy. The ever-expanding video universe served up a record of 532 scripted TV programs in 2019. That is crazy. Who? Listen, man. I'm not. I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you the truth right now. I have every subscription for every streaming platform there is. Every single one of them. You name it, I got it. I waste all my money on that. To the last penny. 
And actually, last night, as a matter of fact, I'm glad I didn't stop this podcast because I got more shit to tell you. Last night, I was on Apple TV, which I never get on. I never, I pay for this. Last time I got on there was last Christmas, and I was watching Charlie Brown's special Christmas story on uh, on Apple TV. That's the last time I got on there. And I pay for it every month. I paid for it all year. And yesterday I got on because I was like, man, I need to watch something that's going to really just, you know, fuck with my brain a little bit. And I was watching this show called The Servant. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, Google, Apple, TVs, The Servant. It's a television series. Um, let me see if I can get a, let me see if I can get a, uh, like a, uh, a synopsis here. I believe it used to be a book or something because it says, uh, it says, uh, M. Night Shyamalan or something like that from N. M. Knight Shyamalan. Servant follows a Philadelphia couple in mourning after an unspeakable tragedy, creates a rift in their marriage, and opens up, opens a door from a mysterious force to enter their home. Guys, if you have Apple TV, you need to watch this TV show. Holy fucking shit. There's not a lot of TV shows that I suggest out there. There's a couple. And I'll tell you the top five. The Office. Lost. Ha, I know, right? I was shitting on it earlier. Lost. Up until Dharma Initiative. Um, Breaking Bad. I feel like I'm forgetting some. Anyways, those are the top. Those are the top. Oh, oh, how did I forget? Shit. This podcast is going way too long. All right. Uh, I watched Euphoria last year. The whole thing. I watched it. What is it? HBO Max, I think it's on. I can't remember. I can't remember. I think it's HBO Max. I watched the whole thing with uh, my fiance and... It was uh it was really good actually. And then you know the whole thing I guess went off into a spiral and then they had to basically I think it was like season 2. I'm not sure. Anyways, two new episodes came out which infuriates me because I had to wait a whole year to watch two episodes. And I'll tell you what, if you watch Euphoria um the first episode, I, I myself could have filmed it in the backyard. In my backyard, I could have did it. I could have filmed it in my apartment and my backyard. Um, I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying that the, I feel like for their first two episodes, they could have did a little bit more. We could have did a little bit more on that. And... uh Euphoria is basically like a black person's 13 reasons why. Uh, Euphoria is 
a TV show that high school students or middle school students might watch. Um, and then they're going to try to take the act of uh, a tranny or a druggie or a drug dealer or a jock. And they're going to take this uh, characteristic that they picked up from the TV show and take and run with it their whole high school. And I believe that in order to watch a TV show like Euphoria, you have to be an adult. You have to be mature enough to know that the things that happen in Euphoria do not happen in real life. They don't happen in real life, man. 13 Reasons Why was way more realistic than Euphoria. As far as high school setting goes. Now that's not to say it never happens. But realistically. It never happens. <laughs> Alright. And if uh, if you got it guys. Go watch it. Go give it a, a whirl man. It's fucking. It's good. You have to be cultural, cult, culturally educated. To watch Shows like that. And you have to be culturally educated to listen to this podcast. But with that, guys, I will say thank you for tuning in. Share this podcast. Um, I hope everyone has a great day. Thank you.